If you could take on anybody's voice, who would it be? Morgan Freeman. Sweetie. Lil Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went in so many different directions. (laughs) No, let's not get into that. Well, let's get into it. I don't know how you get in at the last second always. What a great question. I should (laughs) have. Thank you. Thank you. I told you. You came up with that? Like, you didn't like look that up or anywhere? No. First of all, I asked the question. I think about these questions <laughs> that was a good one. all the time. And That's if I really have a good one, one, I write it down. Sir, I, I asked the, a question. It wasn't your question. You don't know <laughs> that. <laughs> they don't know that. Anyways, I should have, I, if I had a lighter on me, I should have flicked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weeze it. Dude, how good that was my be, answer? Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that is a, a really good answer. Yeah, but Morgan Freeman gets stuck in those roles. In like he's always the wise guy. He always plays the god. Of his he always voice. Plays. Yeah, but like Not sometimes you want to just like like Morgan Freeman could never be play like a cool like badass action hero. Yeah, but he, he could in persona though, like the badass. Like, no, he would always. He always is going to be the like like the the wise. Well, did he act when he was much younger? Teacher, all that. Because like he's pretty probably. old. So probably I don't know. And yeah, I mean, no, he's he like a smart one. No, Morgan guy. Freeman came out the womb the way that he looks, and he was like, Hello, mother. It's me. He probably did. I'm here. He probably did. <laughs> and I went through the womb. It's such a beautiful, nice my, voice. And, and then he, they cut the umbilical mm-hmm. cord. Doctor put me down. <laughs> <laughs> he went through the whole thing. <laughs> what was your answer? I said, Saweetie. What does she sound like? I don't even know what she normally sounds like. Whatever she That's said. That's my type. That's my type. That's her does, rapping. Is that how she normally sounds? No, she's just like, she's smooth Amber, when she talks. Out of everybody in the world. Yeah, like I, I, said, I said what I said because it was my answer. Thank you. <laughs> That's the voice. No, it so was. So she already sounds like that. No, it's, she'll say this and be like, you know that's right, but the way that she says that's it, just a catchphrase. No, you could just but say that. I'm telling you, she has all of everything that she says is a catchphrase. But like, like is it known to the not. public that like she it's has not. a prominent voice? Like Cardi B, she has a prominent voice. But I wouldn't like, want Cardi B's. I would want Sweetie's. People don't know that Sweetie's Cardi, voice Cardi is B prominent has a funny voice. because they like <laughs> Sweetie isn't big enough yet. But when Sweetie gets bigger, people will appreciate Sweetie's voice. Amber, okay. how big is she going to get? She's sweetie's gonna get bigger. Oh, she's getting bigger. So she's gonna get really big. Yeah, but she's not gonna be like. She's already not on, a superstar. She's a um, background on my phone screen, and I get told to change it every day. Yeah, of my you life. have to close your eyes every time you short your phone screen. Oh my You're god! Like your phone naked. screen is just cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's her eating crabs, and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but like your the crabs are covered by the clock, aren't they? No, she's no. eating it. <laughs> you just have your clock. your eyes just go straight to the titties. Amber, it's literally taking up like 90% of the screen. Mm. Well, uh, Frost, you can change your voice to Lil Wayne's. Yeah. You drink a ton of lean. I Well, actually, at one point I had bronchitis. You sound like And lean. I was taking a lot of codeine. <laughs> oh. And, and I, made a, I made a track during that time. because I was put like, like Sprite in, in the codeine? Drink? I didn't put Sprite in it. Okay. It's not a, it's not a song that's uh, out there anymore. I have a lot of songs like that, but um, was it on your SoundCloud? All the dirty songs that you deleted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but lately though, little you know how like Lil Wayne for a while sounded really cool, and yeah. then now it just sounds like in person he's just speaking in the uh, auto tune, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you can't even understand what he's saying at this point. Yeah, he's like, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. it sounds like an alien. <laughs> you know, like the Space Jam aliens or something. Yeah, just like that's ah, what you want to sound like. <laughs> It kind of still sounds cool though. 
Yeah, yeah it's, still, it's still like, you know, it's Wheezy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's him. So, I mean, he's a legend forever. Yeah. Shout but hopefully one of you guys in the audience chose one of our voices. Aww. So. Maybe my um, new voice. Oh, you got a new voice. Yeah. I kind of can't tell. It's fine. <laughs> it probably lasted for like a day. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name's Shamir. I'm Wheezy F, baby. And the F is for Ferosity. My name is Amber. And this is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. This is brought to you by LF Theory. If you'd like to email us or send us your music, strangefullerspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to see our, our beautiful faces, you can go on YouTube and you can leave a like, comment, and subscribe. And speaking of comments, we have wonderful comments that Amber is not ready, I'm ready. to pull up. Oh, she's ready. Okay. Yeah. So. But I mean, what, you've never introduced yourself as Shamir on the podcast. You always say Shamir. Um, Amber, you need to clean your ears because I've done it for the past <laughs> three episodes. I've okay. been Shamir. Okay. I what he tells you. Past three your episodes. That's a, good, now that's a catchphrase. Okay. But you usually say Shamir. Why are you saying Shamir now? Why didn't you not approach me with this question three episodes ago? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mad? I was just asking. Because you didn't notice until now. Okay, so now I'm okay, noticing. Give the, give the people the answer. We went from Shamir, Shimmer to Shamir. Because Shamir is my name. So like, you know, it's- But it's he says Frosty. I change it every time. He changes every time. Frost, Frosty, whatever. He goes Frost, Frosty. So okay. I just went Shamir. Clearly yeah. I needed to clean my ears. Yeah. Or maybe it's a memory. <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> Tonsils removed. Get them earwax removed too. I did. Oh, I checked. Yeah. They, oh, they, said, did. they said I had like not built up. Oh, well, that's not true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I probably have mad buildup. Oh, no. I don't care. I'd be using the Q-tips. Q-tip. Apparently, those are bad for you. Yeah, but whatever. Sometimes you stick them, but I you just have to like. Maneuver. If you look up anything, anything bad is bad. bad for you. Yeah, look, Google something right now. Google anything. <laughs> Google Frosty. Is water bad for you? You'll find that it is. Yeah, don't it's drink too much water. Frosty bad for you? Well, that's a fact. This, okay. The Frosty is bad for you. Is he bad or is he bad no, no, for no. you? No, no, he's bad. He's bad. But he's good oh for you. Good for you. Okay. Okay, let's get to these comments. Um, I thought this one was really cute and I'm going to publicly change my stance on this person because they're just so adorable. But this is Shamil. He said, haha, I'm 15 and I use about 15% of my allowance and it goes to you guys, such as boosting the Discord server, Shimmer Stream and Strange Flavors Town. Shamil Shwarmas. Wow. Mm. Okay, so last time we were discussing like, yo, how is he uh, being- funding all this? He's 15. How, how I was is, how is he one of the supporters yeah. for the podcast? And we were like, oh, he's like young, but he's actually 15. Yeah. Listen, Shamil or anyone listening, if you're 15, uh, save your money. Like it's very, you're a very nice person. Yeah, if you're, you. if you're doing that, mm-hmm. you're very generous. I hope that the world treats you very kindly and don't ever change being nice. But by but, all means, you don't have to spend it on us. Uh, we will still love you it's just cute. as much. Yeah. But don't that you is, remember like, I don't know about you guys, but when I was 15 and I like really liked a career, like, I was like buying their merch and like whatever. Yeah. So it's cute to see that like they're us from that time. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't like that. Like, cause to me, oh. the shirts were like so much. So mm. I'd be like, oh my God, this YouTuber merch is so expensive. Especially at the time, mm-hmm. like they would overcharge it because like there weren't that, it wasn't as cheap to make the mm-hmm. product. Yeah. So for me, I was like, I was still selling the merch. What? Back then. I was saying, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, I'm not buying nobody's merch. I'm selling mine. <laughs> no, but that, like, Shamil, thank you. That yes, is, yeah. thank you so much. And like, to responded. think that way, yeah, uh, to be at like, that age is like really, and to like want to support and like be part of the conversation. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's in the conversation every time, yeah. not just through um, strange. He's like a time, part of it, but like he makes a comment and he, and he like you know uh, wants to be part of the conversation. Uh, some responded awesome. and said, "Reminds me when I was 17, last year, LOL, and I was supporting Ronald Pono on Patreon. Keep it up. That's so cute." <laughs> But they're we like really getting kids to wow. fund us. Yes, Aslam, such you know, Also, shout out Aslam. Uh, I remember, 
I, I saw in like the Discord or something, he, he was commenting, like some kids were commenting, like who would go on the Patreon? Like who would, you know, donate or whatever? And I was someone's like, yo, I'm 17. Like, you know, I found a way and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he was really like pushing, you know, how if you can, if there's a will, there's a way. Um, yeah. And that was cool. That's love. Yeah, that's love. And and um, we really appreciate that. And just just so everybody knows, this is free will. Yeah. I don't want to be Logan Paul, Jake <laughs> yeah. Paul telling kids oh to buy, so buy their merch. They know that. No. Yeah. I, want you to, okay. I want you to support us. I want you to buy our merch if you like if it. You if want you want like to. Us. If you, yeah. Otherwise. Even if you don't like us, buy our shit. We'll find <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Okay. Black Rose said, been watching y'all for a long time, but I felt the need to comment on this podcast. I think for us, and all of us for that matter, are indirectly experiencing survivor's guilt. The only thing that we can do is use our time wisely to get to a higher position of power to be able to influence others. For many of us, that means accumulating wealth, becoming a doctor, pharmacist, et cetera. Um, Great podcast, and I really hope y'all blow up soon. Whoa. So um, that's why Black Rose. Mm -hmm. I read that comment. I really liked that comment. It was in regards to us talking about Palestine and all the issues going on um, around that. Um, I really like that they were able to put it into this term called survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote that down. I I wrote, after I read that comment, Black Rose, I actually wrote a whole song. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. About about that. I was just like, you know, sometimes- That's a title for a song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that's not what the song's called, but it was like a a, a theme of it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But inspired by that comment right there. Wow. Because sometimes you just go off on this this, um, (laughs) whole thought process where you start, everything starts clicking and making sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like um, I was taking a run the other day and I just, we were consuming so much content at once on social media. And I'm just seeing like bombs, um, mm-hmm. you know, kids being pulled out of debris, um, just people not having anything. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a run and I'm just looking at like the trees. I'm looking at the sky and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's almost weird that like, I'm completely safe right now. Yeah. There's nothing dropping from the sky. Like I literally looked at the sky and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, like, cause I was just so consumed in mm-hmm. what I was absorbing like all day and all, uh, all the past weeks that, yeah, you start feeling guilty. Yeah. You're like, why am I in yeah. this position? Mm-hmm. And especially seeing the way that those people handle it. Yeah. Where we've seen um, other countries who are, just as impoverished or more um, like Syria or Yemen being out in the streets supporting this cause. And even when there was the Black Lives Matter movement going on, you saw Palestine and other countries um, advocating for the rights of George Floyd and all yeah. the other black people that in America. We're like, we're super blessed here. Yeah. yeah. And so to, to, to know that, and to just be going on about your day, sometimes there's just this heavy feeling that you don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's like survivor's guilt and yeah. it's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, thank you for that comment. It definitely yeah. makes you think. And and I hope that like with our conversation last time and going forward, we can all kind of just speak about these things. Yeah. yeah. And that's the point. And learn. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then one last cute one. It was by Rhea and she said, no cool socks today. So- we brought them oh, out. Oh, we brought them back. Okay. I didn't I didn't leave out the Air Nation. You thought I was going to leave out Air Nation? Psych. Yeah. Zaheer is Air Nation. If you know, you know. Why'd you leave it out last time? I know. You got you to gotta save it. It okay. takes a long time to... Air Nation is like all about meditation and being detached with the world. And that's how you fly. 
not airbenders can't normally fly. Mm-hmm. Like they can bend air. But if you fly, you have no attachment to any worldly things. It takes a lot longer to be at that level than any other bending. Amber. Do you have any deep philosophical thing about your socks, Amber? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to say that I'm three stripes all over my outfit today. And though my socks are not Adidas, everything else is. But, but, did, but they're, they're not Adidas? But they're, but they're, Amber, no, she but got they're fake poser Adidas on. There's no, it doesn't even pretend to be Adidas. It, it, look at that. That's fake Adidas. It's it literally not That's a fake, fake Adidas. Adidas. They're called like what is that? something that, else. Okay, Cam. Fake Adidas. Also, stop flexing <laughs> your foot like that. Stop Ew. throwing it around like that. <laughs> the, real, the real question is, did she earn those stripes? I did. The I fake did. ones, probably. Are you oh. kidding me? I earned these stripes. Checks over stripes? Oh, damn. Yeah, it I'm is. Like. It is? Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, she is. It damn, is checks she's over fake. Stripes. No, but fake I mean, Adidas. listen, here's the thing is if I'm going to wear like Nike, I'm going to go all out with Nike. If I'm wearing Adidas, I'm going to go all out with Adidas. So, you know, overall, yeah. checks like over the, stripes. I like the combo of the Reebok with the champs. Oh God! No, never that. Okay, you can do that as long as it's. I like, um, the, I like the fubus at the bottom, just to flex on. You them. can you can mismatch athletic wear as long as that Adidas and Nike. Weezy F baby and F is for fubu. Like you can wear like a fila shirt, champion pants, and oh, like, don't let me bring out the filas. <laughs> don't let me bring out the U.S. Polo Association. Oh no. <laughs> However, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can with a link down below and be part of Strange Flavors Town. Strange Wait. Flavors Town includes Bobber's Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, Airheads, Icy's, Freehouse, Flaffles, Uslam's Apples, and Shamil's Shamormas. Thank you all for supporting this. You definitely this said amazing, Freehouse Apples, but it's cool. Amazing, amazing podcast. He's about to swing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amber, I like how your mic matches your socks. Thank you. You're welcome. Yo, why are we getting screwed over by Elon Musk? Uh-huh. I thought I thought I thought Elon was the people's like billionaire. Yeah, it seemed like it, right? It seemed like it. Yo, all the it, see Amber has stake in crypto. And she doesn't even know that she it's down right know. now. Yeah. No, I she know that it's down, but I didn't know it was because of him. Well, every week he tweets something new, uh-huh. right? He was like, "Oh yeah, cryptocurrency is going to be the currency of the people," uh-huh. and then out of nowhere, he's like, "Oh, Bitcoin is bad for the environment." Why? And he Why sold a lot of Bitcoin off, like to mine it. It's this whole process where they're like, um, it's it's bad for the environment to be able to mine it because it needs a lot of processing power and, and stuff. a lot of energy. But hold a lot on, of people, is but, Bitcoin not like? A, is it a real thing? Bam, <laughs> what? It, computers. Amber. It's computers. Oh, so like, computers are being mined. Okay, I was like, whoa, yeah. are we like mining like but, but like imagine, coal mining? <laughs> but it's kind of like that. If you go to these people's houses that mine these uh, cryptocurrencies, they've got twenty computers all running at the same time. Imagine how hot that's going to be. Okay, what if they're doing enough solar panels? Probably not. Well, <laughs> well, Amber, like this was the solution all along. This is why you, we need you in yeah. the crypto world. There you go. Amber Musk, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm starting to feel more and more like Bernie every day. Why? Billionaires. Billionaires, you know? oh yeah. Like this is what they did. Like rich people, they just come in and then they get you on board. Like they get a bunch of people on board with an uh-huh. idea and then- they leave. <laughs> this is the analogy that I figured out. Like, I, w- I forget it was a show or a movie or what it was, but there's a lot of movies that have this sort of uh, story in it. There are people that get really excited about an idea. Let's say it's a spaceship, okay? They build out the spaceship. They convince everybody that I have all this money and you should fund this with me because we're going to this place. Huh. Um, I'm not talking about Elon, but this could be Elon. Yeah. Okay, they get all the money uh, and, and people are on board with the spaceship, right? And then 
the billionaire person who proposed this idea has a separate little um, detachable aircraft in the in the spaceship uh-huh. where the spaceship got too hot. And now everybody seems like they're actually going towards the sun and they're going to explode. The, the rich person gets to go off with their family into the little side spaceship yeah. and they get to go back to earth because they get to have that little pocket. And that's what Elon did. Elon's like, Oh, everybody get on board with this idea. And then he just sells everything. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm good to go. You, now this is your guys' problem. Y'all are problem. concerning me. Let me go check. I haven't checked since yesterday. It's coming back up. But like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is, this is mm. prevalent in a lot of things like Titanic. Remember Titanic? Yeah. Like all the peasants are just like going to die. Yeah. But like the rich people are like, oh, I have to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to defend Elon. However, he's the guy who flips and flops, right? Most people are consistent. They're like, oh, get on this. And then they flip. That's it. And they're done, right? This guy, he's like, all right, the stock is too high. The stock is too low. Even with his own company, money's going up, money's going down. Uh, and we don't know what he's going to invest in next mm-hmm. week. He's going to go on SNL this week, smokes weed on Joe Rogan's podcast and your Tesla goes down, <laughs> all that stuff. You're not like, wrong. You just don't know what's going to happen. Dogecoin to the moon. Yeah. Oh, Dogecoin is a scam. Yeah. like it just, Did he say that? Yeah. On SNL, he was basically he like- He said yeah, it's a it's hustle. Uh, he said it's a Dogecoin is a hustle, but he was just- kind of joking because he's like, oh, I'm going to try to make it serious. We don't serious. know if he's joking so, or not. No, no, because next week he's like, I'm going to work with the Dogecoin, uh, the, the creators and to make it an actual currency and like fix transactions and stuff like that. So the price went up a little bit and then once Bitcoin fell, all of it went down. So like I'm saying, it's going to flip and flop with this dude. I'm like, I get it. Like I'm low-key salty about Elon, but more so I'm just like, is this a player? You don't hit the player, hit the game situation or is this just got like, Nah, like yeah, that like there's a reason that it couldn't be us, you know. Like it takes a certain type of yeah. mentality, a person to to accumulate that much wealth and then like not be able to, you know. What people ask all the time, like, oh, if they have this much money, why can't they just like solve world hunger and do this and that? Like they could. I mean, uh, he's trying to f- save the Earth. Electric cars, yeah, electric houses. But he's trying. To, how is he trying to save the Earth when he's trying to go to Mars? But he's also well, no, I mean, but he's like investing yeah. in the space at that point, right? Yeah. To like that's like research. I know. Yeah. So that's I technically just... like advancing society in a way. Yeah. Like fix <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> After <laughs> we've trying, already gotten into it, it yeah. I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you want him to be Mr. Beast. No, I heard Mr. Beast is like Ross, who's bad? Who's, yeah, who's, 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 who's good? Who's good? good? Who's good? Me. Who's getting money? <laughs> I'm going to start raising money. Sometimes you feel like that though. Like Everybody's bad except for me. There needs to be. <laughs> I'm not going to like try to come up with it because I'm sure there are systems this way and I need, I need to learn and I need to do some more Ross, like trying research. to recreate the world. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> there should be a system in place. Don't you feel like that? Like you're just like, like there's wild. a literal whole government running each country. There's a like, like, government running corrupt. each county. Yeah, most governments are corrupt. Most, yeah, most I know. The ones that, probably the ones that we don't hear about are the ones that's just like, yo, like, don't let them find out about us. We have everything <laughs> the way that it's supposed to be. Everything's fine. If they find out about us, they'll come here. They'll try to colonize us. They'll try to take our resources. Like just keep quiet. Yeah. Mm. If you guys are listening, I'll keep it quiet. Oh my send god! Me an, send me an owl. An owl? Yeah, like Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Like there probably is a Hogwarts out there. Cut this man off. <laughs> Cut his <laughs> mic. On the on the real though, mm-hmm. uh, on the note of like you know solving things that are going on in the world and stuff, there has been a ceasefire, apparently, 
between mm-hmm. Palestine and Israel. Mm-hmm. What what's exactly a ceasefire? So the the countries agree to stop, you know, throwing rockets and stuff. And yeah. I, I know I, I know like they both sounds. agree with each other or some third person's like, "Yo, you guys got to stop." Well, so other other parties can get involved. Uh the US hinted towards doing, mm-hmm. I don't know if they actually went through with it, but Yeah. Um Wasn't everybody in the UN except for the United States the only one who didn't really speak up for the ceasefire? Yeah, they blocked it. Mm. Well, it wasn't about, it, it was earlier. This is on a different note. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, US obviously has a lot of interest in, in having power in the Middle East. Right. Um, and Joe Biden is a, a huge P word. Um, <laughs> actually, no, he's a nutsack because P words <laughs> are strong and nuts are weak. Joe Biden, you're a nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, that's not my thinking. I think it was, it was Rupi Kaur that like explained the power of the P or whatever. At least she listened to a woman. Um, anyways. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> anyways. Um, I, I wanted to point out that this year, there was a lot of people that finally like, it felt like there was people that were listening. Mm-hmm. It felt like after a long time that people are actually, that we wouldn't normally hear from standing up for Palestine and like doing the research, figuring out what's going on, we have the power of the internet. We have the power of the people. And there is at least some progress being made. Yeah, The Palestinians yeah. are the most resilient out of this. Who yeah. never stopped fighting for themselves. Who never stopped yeah. fighting for their home. A lot of people have said along the way, man, just stop it. People are dying and you, know, you should just give it up and this and that. They don't have anywhere to go. They don't have any rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for them to keep fighting and hold on for that long and finally like people bravery. see all that, like, have you seen the protests around the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I never imagined that in Baltimore, Amber, you were at the one in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's incredible. I never thought that that day would come. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was terrible in the sense that we had to protest, but mm-hmm. it was amazing that Baltimore could get together. I, I mean, whenever we used to do like protests for Palestine in the past, I have to go, used to go to DC because you know, the capital, the embassy and like, you embassy, know, that's like yeah. the biggest city around whatever. I was just so in shock that Baltimore was able to put something together where like, so many people came out and were able to go. We marched on Pratt Street. Awesome. Like I went to school in the city and to be able to march on the same roads that I used to go down and like the most like, you know, the road that the first like shot in the, what is it? Civil War was shot. Like there's just so much like meaning behind that. Um, and I'm glad that I was able to witness and be a part of that. It's just so uh, like, it's really sad what's been going on, but like to see that there's finally um, people that are catching on finally some truth that's coming out out of all of the propaganda that the Israeli social media team tried to release it's it looks like it's satire what they're mm-hmm. doing it's it's almost like I, I can't believe that it's serious like the types of stuff that's coming out um to just hide the truth simply to put it um yeah. but yeah like it's in in like the sadness of it all it's it's the the smallest piece is that it's nice to see that people are finally like yeah. recognizing yeah. Uh, what's been going on. On that note too, um, I had a question like a while back uh, when a, somebody was like, how come like Palestinians are so like vocal about their country? And I'm like, because they don't really have one. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, they have their land. They have their then, land, but like you kind of have to. Yeah, right? they don't have an option. You don't have an option. If you're not loud about your identity, you're there's an even louder force out there trying to like invalidate your identity. Yeah. So if you're not speaking up about it, then that voice is going to break you down. Like if there wasn't indigenous people in this country that came out and like spoke up about 
what their heritage was and who their people are. And the things that like, now I'm glad we see it on TikTok. Sometimes like the kids of them are trying to keep tradition alive. Then simply they fade away because yeah. what we learned in school is that, oh yeah, there were these friendly people here and we had a nice big meal and then now they're gone. And now they're gone. So <laughs> yeah. uh, let's move on. Let's have a nice big turkey. Yeah. Right. That's what happens. So yeah. that's what happens. Keep it alive, man. Yeah. Keep being vocal. Can we, can we put it on uh, Isan's um, cam real quick? That's the message forever if you're looking. Free Shout Palestine, out. Palestine forever. Yeah. Let's move on to our guest today. The guest today is super exciting. You guys are going to love this one. Um, our stranger this week is a prominent figure in the cosplay community who has had quite the origin story himself to figure out his role through bodybuilding, fatherhood as a single parent, and stacking a lot of enemies along the way. We also get into some bizarre stories about a revenge video on him, Mulan seeing him as eye candy, and a whole lot more. So stick around. It's a very exciting episode. Please welcome our stranger, Demetrius Holt. All right, welcome to Hell Spawn Cosplay. Hell has spawned. Hey, should I talk like this whole time? <laughs> what is what is Hell Spawn Cosplay? Is it off the Spawn character? Um, well, he is my my favorite comic book character. Yes, uh, but I didn't know I needed a a cosplay name when I first got started in 2017. Oh, there's like so, you get a cosplay name, like you need an alter listen, ego or something. Let me. I, I am okay. Oh God, I'm a former bodybuilder, right? Oh. So with the whole, the whole idea of just, Hey, I just want to put on a costume because I want to go to convention and I want to, you know, be a part of like that culture. I did not know it was a whole community. Like when I say a community, it is a thing for cosplay, whether it be black cosplay, whether it be regular cosplay, whether it be, you know, furries or, you know, those who are all about fairies. It's, it's, it's a thing that it's I a had universe. no clue. A bodybuilding it, cosplayer sounds really cool though. Well, that's where He-Man came from. Oh. Well, okay, wait. I want to ask you, like, <laughs> did you get into cosplay because you were like, oh, I have the aesthetic, physical appeal, so I would look good in costume? No, I got in because I got divorced. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Let's, I mean, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, if you want to start off that that hard, okay. let's go. Let's go. I mean, no, that's the, I mean, I don't, I don't have any, like, I don't have any hard nose, Amber. Just letting you know. Mm. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> The whole thing is that I needed some. I needed a different hobby other than um, bodybuilding because when my ex-wife and I got divorced, that was the one thing that she and I like did together. And going to the competitions and competing without that support system kind of sucks, mm. you know. And um, it was not a. So you joined another community anymore. that requires a lot of community. <laughs> the, well, the bodybuilding competition situation is a individual team sport mm -hmm. okay you can you can train with your with your teammates because i mean i was a part of like a whole thing called you know team warrior within you know like we you know we make sure everyone got done with their sets you know we motivate each other to stay on the diet you know type deal and mm -hmm. you know but when you go to the competitions it's really just you and you know and whatever small support system might be there to help you you know whether it be like say it was my ex-wife and you know, she started, well, she got into bodybuilding right after we got married. So, you know, I was her support system going into it and, you know, reverse. Were you natty? So, <laughs> was natty. Natural? natty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, well, it depends on what you call natural. 
I don't know. I just kept reading about it. Would you consider yourself yeah. natural? Like steroids is well, what yeah. you're Yeah, well, at, they're right? saying it's, it's, that like certain level of steroids still count as like being natty as long as it's not like, uh, like if you're taking like creatine, I think you're still natural and stuff. Are you <laughs> injecting into your body? The, Demetrius, no, well, yes or no? <laughs> um, the thing is, there there is a difference between antibiotic steroids and, you know, performance enhancing drugs like PEDs or whatever. I never took any of that. But the OCB um, uh, league, or yeah, that that division of bodybuilding, they they consider anything other than coffee as as mm, as juice. Uh, okay, you know. But no, yeah. for real. I the only things that I took was uh, clenbuterol and Broncade. That sounds like an bron- antibiotic. Huh? <laughs> that sounds like an antibiotic. No, I mean, but. Well, bronchate is a is an asthma medication. Oh, oh. and they yeah, consider. Oh, I mean, I guess technically an asthma medication is a steroid, yeah. but not like that. Right. But right, see, the thing with it's also uh, a, an internal thermogenic. Okay, you know, like it, it heats mm-hmm. your body up and it you know clears your 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 airway, and it also have a certain level of methamphetamine in it. So that's mm-hmm. why you can only buy so much of it at CVS over the counter. Got you it. Know, like once a month type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, the main purpose for broncade is to keep you hot throughout the entire day. And it Mm -hmm. has a lot of caffeine in it. So when you are, you know, calorie deficient, you know, Mm -hmm. you are going to need a little bit of a boost to keep you, you know, going throughout the day. Got it. And then then clenbuterol is, uh, is a fat burner that allows you to maintain muscle mass while you lose a lot of fat. So at the end of your, like your bodybuilding career and your divorce happened at the same time. Yeah, I mean that was all 2017. Um, we got divorced. I think it was final May 17th, and uh, my last competitions was right, right before June, I believe. Mm. And so then, why did you get into the cosplaying community? Where you? Yeah, like, how always, did you just like yeah. select? Yeah, and were you like always A into the hobby. comics? I guess, and then you're just well, like, I was, let me go on. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was prior. He pointed yeah, to yeah. his this background is, for audio listeners. He has a lot of comic comics. books in the background. Yeah. I was, I've been collecting all this stuff since I was four. Mm. My mom got me into doing that. Um, but the uh, the reason why I got into cosplay is because I would always do Halloween like to the to the nines, you know? Mm. And I loved it. And that was that was also one of the things that my ex-wife and I did a lot, but we only did Halloween. We never did cosplay. And um, you know, I went to a couple comic book conventions. I went to Awesome Con in 2016, 2015, 2016. You know, and I, I told myself, I was, I saw some people walking around and, you know, in cosplay. I told myself, I'm going to do that one day, but I never did. And when you start transitioning into different, you know, areas of your life, depend upon what's happening, you end up having uh, a different allocation of funds, you know, to, to work with. Um, yeah. I used to be in a car club. You know, I have a I have a 2008, you know, Dodge Charger Super B SRT8, you know, that is basically a limited edition number 64 out of 110 made. And, you know, I, I blew that shit up. Like, I didn't blow mm-hmm. it up. But I mean, as far as like having the underbody lights, the the halos, I mean, the, the, my engine is painted with spawn. You've always had expensive yeah. hobbies, basically. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so when, when, when I got engaged, then that's, then all that stopped for the car. And then it started going towards money for the house. Oh, what you're saying is <laughs> being in a relationship 
It's too expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> and it's, it's a hobby, hobby. killer. <laughs> and it's a hobby. So if you no, want to live out no, your passions. Bodybuilding. No, bodybuilding is really expensive though. But see, when, when you're doing it as a team, you know, with a, as a couple or whatnot, then the costs kind of offset each other. Itself, you yes. know? Because, mm. you know, you... you Same food membership. coming in the house, gym membership. Right, but then when you're, when you're, when you're training, the cost of your grocery bill goes down. You know? Yeah, but then the cost getting, of your supplements go up. Right, like protein but, is so expensive. Right. So, like all, like everything that you need, like gym wise, it's, like, it's not that. It's not that crazy. It's like you know, literally the car stuff is. No, way no, more. no. Car car stuff is definitely more. And then, well, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't say that for sure. But I will say that you know, eating out is mm-hmm. no longer a thing for those those yeah. three months that you're training. You know, because you can go to a restaurant and you can you can find anything, any and everything cooked in something that you can't have. Mm-hmm. Whether it be butter or whether it be like vegetable oil or canola oil or right. whatever. And so you just you just don't go out or you bring your food to the restaurant with you. Yeah. You know? And you that's what the I, that's food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. let's go to Red Lobster and then just bring our own uh, meal prepping. Meal. <laughs> we do. I mean, we eat in turkey and yeah, turkey and rice. So then and, when you, until, and, what, the end of the divorce gave you more more funds to work with basically? Well, I had to get off my mortgage. So I had to refinance the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a little bit more equity in the house than she knew. So I had a, a windfall of a couple grand mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I threw a, I threw a block party as a divorce party. And, nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, and then I just started buying a lot of shit for like my first cosplay was Kratos. So I was already like three weeks out from a competition like when, the I, God of when War I did that. So I was like video game main character. Cut. Huh? The God of War main character. Yeah. Okay. Was this yeah. healthy, Demetrius? Like, were you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Well, that 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 first weekend when you know things went to shit, you know, I stayed I stayed downstairs, you know, in my little man cave for a little bit. Um, but a lot of things came out in like you know that that uh, those final sessions of um, marriage counseling, and the more I ended up talking to her friends as everything like ended and, you know, they started telling me about, you know, things throughout the years that I wish I had, that she had told me, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it was just. It was the hobbies like a, like a good way to be able to like escape. allocate your mind space somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, like escape. Cause I mean, now, now that I was taking care of the house by myself, there's a lot of things that again, she didn't, she didn't communicate well at all. So I didn't know because like we split the bills, you know, I took care of, the car insurance for all of the cars and, you know, uh, half of the mortgage and she took care of half of the mortgage and the health insurance for both of us. And, you know, and also the electricity bill while I took care of the internet and, and all that stuff. And right. Like right. We had, you guys split so, yeah, the bills. We split, we split the bills, not, you know, 50, 50. And she didn't tell me what the house pulled when it came to like electricity. So here I am, you know, the first winner, uh, that I didn't, and I'm here in the house by myself and, you know, I'm getting like four hundred, five hundred dollars electricity bills. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? You know, because <laughs> heat, mm-hmm. heat, gas costs a lot of fucking money. Right, <laughs> so, it does. All right, so well. that kind, of, that kind of surprised the fuck out of me. So the the very next, so January 2018, I put solar panels on the house. Oh, and um, that's a nice little investment. To, yeah, you know that is a that is a that is a godsend for the for the spring and in the summer, because you know you can you can actually get a check back. From the from the electricity company, nice, you know, and but 
you know, I gotta I gotta use like space heaters in this house because it's, it's a it's a five bedroom three bath like rancher. So you know, I didn't think we'd be going down this road. Like we're all we're, we're learning like, we're about responsibilities. And all the mortgage. I'm divorce. learning a lot. Yeah. All right, well, now besides, I know what to do. Besides yeah. putting your um, Exxon Blast, though, let's keep it moving with the um, whole. Uh, cosplay, cosplay thing. The introduction to cosplay. Like, so okay. so after you got, um, you know, into the cosplay community, were you automatically welcomed or did you have to kind of like, you know, you said that Build it was, was kind of overwhelming. So like, how did you well, eventually get to the uh, place you're at now? Man, that is a long and complicated question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what well, is kind of like the first um, impression? Yeah. No, no, the reason why it's complicated is because, again, I didn't know there was a community. So when people were taking my pictures, you know, at, at AwesomeCon, you know, I didn't know that they were going to be, you know, circulated on the internet. And then people were asking, well, who is he? Who is that person or whatever? Mm. And someone finally found me because I, I posted like you know, a couple of photos on my Facebook page. And they're like, hey, yeah, I, I saw you there. Or, and then there was like a couple of, there was a company that did a, um, that did a, a statue or a, an actual like ceramic figure of me out of the 3D printing. And, you know, they found me and they wanted to uh, ask me to come to conventions to basically be a booth babe, you know. A to help booth bring babe? Because you're like shredded and hot? That's what they Yeah, I mean, then I was also bald too. So they to found you because they were thirsting after your pictures, basically. <laughs> and so they, um, and then I started, uh, I started meeting people through Facebook and they started bringing me into different groups that were all cosplay related. And again, this was when the whole new world thing just opened up. So, I, so you were like pulled into this, basically. Yeah, like I, I didn't know it was going to be as deep as it is. And I I got asked by the, my my oldest friend in cosplay, who is this uh, this young lady named Shirley. She asked me if um I could do a Mortal Kombat uh, cosplay. And because she does Scorpion and I was like, well, shit, I'll, I'll do, you know, Sector because I don't see anybody do Sector. And then I was like, damn, Sector is expensive. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not really familiar with because I didn't know anything about Warbler or EVA foam or, or, or I didn't know anything about all that I'm stuff. guessing those so are like, like well, building materials for your costumes. Right. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't know, you know, again, I'm still like learning. So I was like, well, let me just switch to like my main and everything, which is Sub-Zero. And I ended up spending... Twelve hundred dollars on that first cosplay. Oh wow! Yeah, bro, you know, know you can go to Party City. They have great yeah, they have costumes there. Selection. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, like <laughs> DIYing is big in the cosplay community. Well, that's what he did, right? Right. So what now? Yeah. I said DIYing, DIYing. is huge yeah. in cosplay community. Yeah, and like now I'm, to, I've gotten to a point where I can buy and then modify. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's my cosplay way. So you can like, reuse what, like props that you already have. And wigs yes. and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I actually like, retrofitted a room to, to, to hold all of my cosplay stuff. And there's stuff that I, I, I do reuse, but you know, you're talking about $1,200 for that first one. Now, like that spawn suit that I used um, recently, that was $4,000. Wow. You know, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a Batman suit for the future state Batman, um, Luke Fox, and that's going to be around seven grand. You, you can know, buy. Like, oh, never mind. I was what? gonna say you could buy a car with these, but you already went through that phase. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's definitely an advantage to. Um, well, I mean, you are putting in work when it comes to mm-hmm. like bodybuilding and all of that. But I'm also thinking about, uh, you know, guys that are working out already, girls that have like a very fit bod, who people automatically kind of are attracted to to play certain roles mm-hmm. because 
the way that people design um, superheroes in the first place are buff, yeah. buff, yeah. ideal, mm-hmm. handsome, pretty, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So did you ever feel that side of, um, you know, kind of like a privilege to it? Yeah. I, I thing is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cosplayers. Like, look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's a lot of nerds. We're, we're nerds. We are geeks. We are, there are some of us that are the stereotype that you saw in, you know, Revenge of the Nerds. Like there, there are some people who are reclusive, you know, because they're introverted or they have, like, I, I had to learn, like, I'm, I'm I came from a society that thought that Married with Children was an appropriate television show to have on TV. You know, like the sensitivity level of a lot of people nowadays is really, really high. And I didn't know that I was coming into a community that was super, super sensitive to a lot of different traumas because I didn't, I've never experienced a lot of traumas that, you know, growing up or anything like that. But a lot of these people have been, you know, mm-hmm. or they have, you know, experienced these traumas and, you know, whether it be some sort of abuse or whether it be some sort of neglect or, you know, some sort of sexual abuse, like it's, it's, it runs really deep within the cosplay community. And that's why, and the reason why they are there is because they find that cosplay is their outlet mm-hmm. to get away from their traumas or their depression or, you know, any other issues that they may cause them, you know, any kind of like, you know, uh, or uh, like pain. I mean, real and, quick on that, um, we do notice when it comes to like the characters, right? Their origins are often of someone who Trump. is uh, deprived in some area, right? It's yeah. Peter Parker, who is like the nerdy kid. And then yeah. like any sort of cartoon you see where it's like an outcast, mm-hmm. someone who's different and then gets a power or an ability or something like that. So mm-hmm. that might be why they but relate to it. Right? There's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of things about, I mean, Peter Parker is the most relatable, you know, superhero yeah. that there is. I mean- do can't can't make rent sometimes. I mean, some people like that. <laughs> That's you. Know? you. <laughs> like, yeah, space eaters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like, you know, I mean, he's poor shit. No, he, or he, you know, he might lose scary. a job or something. So, yeah. yeah. But you know, the cosmic community is very much of in, in all and in the entire spectrum. They reflect their fandom to the nth degree. You know, and I mean, I'm one of them. I just choose to be a realistic adult about how I go about things. You know, if I have a problem with somebody, I'll confront them head on because that's just me. But there's a lot of people in the community that would rather, you know, pop shit from behind a keyboard as opposed to actually mm. look mm. You know, look at you in your eyes and say, I got a problem with you. You, you know? got the Twitter fingers. <laughs> okay, but like- Are there fights at these uh, cosplay uh, Man, events? These, these, these <laughs> folks wouldn't- these, With the plastic swords. These <laughs> think, there's a lot of people who think that they are actually in an anime. And they oh. think that they might be able to pull some shit off. And I swear, I, I, I swear for Lord, I wish one of them would try that shit with me. Well, aren't, <laughs> they, aren't, they, aren't they just like actually playing or acting a lot of times? Like they're not actually trying to fight, right? Like LARPing. <laughs> we had a- well, maybe, maybe because they're like in that environment, they feel like at their like, Height, like they're in their like character, Element. and they. I mean, yeah. They, if they, I put like, on a no. Spider-Man suit, like I'm jumping from buildings. You can't tell me <laughs> that, no, like I'm not gonna like, make they, it. No, they 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 act big and bad on the keyboard. Mm. But then, as soon as you confront them about the issues that they have, then they start gaslighting you. Then Spider-Man then don't you, got no webs. Yeah, no, <laughs> they fake. No, I'm no but, but but then it seems like okay. So we just talked about kind of like a lot of this community has some sort of trauma, or there, there's. Um, you what know, is it? Trauma bonding? Isn't that what it's called? Sure. But like then big buff Demetrius comes along 
are you a threat? Are you feeling like you're not welcomed in any way? Or are you like, oh, this is that, an easy sort of market for me to- That happened across the board too, yes. Okay. What you know, like Because I don't look like them, I, I got nerd checked a lot. You know, Like, oh, you're not like, real oh, about this. You're just an yeah. aesthetic dude. Is, is that also right. because of your black skin? Or is that well, like because of the buff thing or both? You know, I have never, the only time that I have ever been I don't, the only time that I have ever been um, ridiculed or or said that I was not supposed to be a certain character was by other black people. Wow! Interesting. Yeah, when I, I did Homelander, and they were not fucking with it. Like they mm. don't. I mean, and the thing is, other black people have done Homelander before, but I'm not familiar with me, that. What What is that? Is that a white character or something? Yeah, oh, Homelander from the boys. <laughs> um, he is essentially the the Ubermensch. He is the 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 pinnacle of what what Hitler would have wanted as a imagine as a man. imagine uh, Superman, but Hitler. Hitler. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got it. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't he wasn't racist. Wait, so he were were the people who were telling you that you shouldn't be playing what you are? Were they a part of the like black cosplay community, or they were just like yes. they they weren't even in the oh no no exactly it's. It was the it was the it was the height of hypocrisy that you have these people who are advocates for cosplaying as any character from 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 any universe because you are any race because they are fucking fictional, but they are the proponents of that. Yet at the same time, in the same breath, they're saying we don't need a black Homelander. I'm seeing I'm seeing images of Homelander being black faced. But you're not you know, being a black Homelander. Black you're being Homelander, and you are black, right? Right, and and and. The are you just not supposed Homelander to be that character? Place, I'm sorry. Actually, are you just not supposed to be that character then at all? I am. Yeah, I am. Like, I, Homelander is too much of a, a third rail for a black man to, to portray. Yet you have several other people who have done it already and are doing it now, and you don't hear shit from them people. Hmm. You know what so, is? I mean, it was. It was very much a targeted attack against me. What about like the opposite? Like I know that like like for example like. As long as you're not changing the color of your skin, it's fair play. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I think any, that any you, white man can be Black Panther. He wants to be Black Panther. Just don't blackface. It's two communities that you came from or that, that you've been a part of that have kind of the same thing. Bodybuilding requires you to put like dark tanning, dark like oils on your body to make it look really dark, which I know is like a like a what is it taboo thing because I'm not supposed to say that but no, I still think it's, it's weird because every time I say that to a bodybuilder they're like okay well like you're that's not wrong it's like not blackface and I'm like if you're putting dark tanning if you're putting like oils on your skin to no, make it's yourself black body like, they leave the black face. body <laughs> no, the face. so so no no one has ever explained to you what happens why why you need the 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 tanning no I get it it's supposed to make your like body like physique like uh, pop out more. And you get more like toned looking on stage or whatever. Is well, that not wrong? A, I mean, is that wrong? A, that's a quarter of it. The main part of it is that those those bright lights on the stage, mm-hmm. they wash you out and nobody can see what, what kind of definition you have. It's see, still when, when weird you, when though. Training for, when you're training for as long and you're dieting for as long as you are, you flush your entire body out of sugar, out mm-hmm. of fat, right? Mm-hmm. So that means your skin becomes translucent. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start to see the, the vascularity of, of bodybuilders. We used to see the then veins. A general see, tan, oh. like, you know, like, like a tan that's attainable. I feel like that would be fine. But when you see a pasty person, like a very white 
person go um, down darker than my skin complexion. I think that's yeah. weird. I get it. Maybe you, I think an attainable tan should be okay. I, I'm I mean, sorry. This is a whole separate tangent. If they're, if they're, if they're competing and they know that their skin is really, really pale, mm-hmm. then they need maybe three coats. You know, I mean, I, I've gotten tanned and since I'm, I'm, but I, I'm from, you know, I think I'm caramel with a you know, little touch of my <laughs> I need, okay, I, need a, I, need a co- I need at least two coats in order mm-hmm. to step on stage so that I don't get washed out. Okay, it makes so, but, sense. It's just weird. And that's I, fine. Yeah, I don't know. I still What, what still, he said makes sense. It like, makes yeah, sense. I just think I still think it's but okay, going back to on on topic, in the cosplay community, um, that's not the case though, right? Like if you're you can't go darker skin tone, right? I mean, if we would prefer I'm not gonna say we, I can't speak as as we because we are not a not a monolith, but um the idea of darkening your skin to to match a character is not acceptable in any kind of thing. even for black folks like there's no reason for us to do that you know if if, if someone was like really really light-skinned you know and they wanted to let's say cosplay as t'challa who was supposed to be a dark-skinned man there's no reason for them to do that mm-hmm. you know there's no reason for any white person or any asian person or any anybody else to darken their skin to portray a, a fictional character that's that that's not what you need to do what is the line? Um, I hear sometimes like people make the argument of like you should stick by the the way that the character was written because it was supposed to be that way. For example, like Mary Jane being a redhead white girl for whatever reason. Um, I, I haven't read the comics, but people saying like, no, you should not change that. You should stick by that. Like, is that valid or how do you feel about it? Well, well, there's you got some people who are traditionalists, you know, and you know they they want to do everything comic book accurate. I can be one of those types of people. You know, I don't believe that this Venom series of movies is is worth a damn because there's no Spider there's no Venom without Spider-Man. But yet here we go, you know? So I don't I don't I don't fuck with that. But you get folks like who will find ways to you know, uh tweak a character to their own liking and it'll still pop. It'll still look good, you know? Um personally, I'm a person who I like the idea of building characters out of the lore out of what makes sense for that character when it comes to like you have to have certain elements that make that character that character so let's say you you brought up mary jane her being a redhead is what is what kind of makes her that character so you can be a black woman you can be an asian woman whatever with red hair and we'll instantly know you know with like some sort of like spider-man insignia or whatever you will know that you're mary jane Mm-hmm. You know, if you have blonde hair, then we will more than likely think that you're either Gwen Stacy or uh, Spider Gwen. You know, so like just like the characteristics that yeah. make them that right. character yeah. is the main right. element. It's not about anything yeah. else. You talked about no. uh, ch- uh, changing characters from the lore. Um, is that something that kind of happened with you and the he- Afro He Man um, well, that got very popular? No. Because the 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 lore itself is that anybody who was worthy, just like Thor, you know, can wield the power. Mm-hmm. So it, and they just came out with the series, you know, He Man and the uh, and the Masters of the Multiverse, because the idea is that it's a mantle that's passed down to various people. You know, they made that point with the Shira series that was on Netflix that there was another Shira before Adora. You know, so the fact that I did, I did, I was He Man. I was not Afro He Man. I was not Black He Man. I was not mm. Hebro. You know, like that shit gets on my fucking nerves. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you self-titled it Afro He Man, though. 
I, I did it because to make it more accepted. I did that. I did that part in order to get away from the Hebrew. Because Hebrew is an actual character that's not me. That's not He-Man. Mm. People didn't know that because again, a lot of people are ignorant to what's actually present in the in the, in the lore. Mm. So it turned so into an actual not, uh character. I'm sorry. Um, I I think we heard something that um it got its own like comic book character yeah. or something. Well, no, so well, the thing is, is Hebrew is an actual character within the human universe, you know. So that's why when people were calling me that, I was like, no, that's not that's not who I am. My character is just a black man that just happened to be worthy of the power, you know. And I didn't, I didn't, I mean, well, I did say I was Prince Adam, but I mean, you know, you take your own interpretations and stuff, but you know, I never. There was, I didn't, I've never seen myself as like, I mean, I've been watching He-Man since I was like, let's say three or four years old. Like I'm, I'm 37 years old. So of course that's, that's my thing. Um, but I never saw myself as a, as a, as a man who happened to have like blonde hair rolling around talking about I have the power. And I always figured like I had an Afro. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wondering like what your kind of take is and, and you feel like, you know, your almost responsibility is, uh, in this community when you do things like. Um, you know, when you called it Afro He-Man or you have this clothing line that you do, Black Heroes Matter. So how much of it, you know, are you going to the community with the idea that like there's needs to be some sort of representation versus just, you know, taking it on as is and saying, I'm just happen to be the Black version of this? Well, see, this thing, I didn't know that I was going to have this kind of platform until it was thrust upon me. Mm. And, you know, the whole He-Man thing turned into something that was supposed to just be, it was supposed to be just one time. Cause I was like, I'm not dieting anymore for any more cosplays. Fuck this. Like I was, <laughs> it was only gonna be that one time. And it went, it went something, it hit people where I guess where it was, it was supposed to, even though I didn't know I was trying to do that. So the idea that, um, it's now kind of on me to, uh, to be this representative of the proliferation of minorities within mainstream media is because, you know, I've, gone through certain things within the last couple of years that made me realize that, you know, we're, you know, people of color are not that present when it's, where it's necessary for us to rely on black Panther and black Panther alone, or for crazy rich Asians, you know, to, to, to do the numbers that it did. That lets you know that even Hollywood is just now realizing that people of color are viable when it comes to either making money or just having people come out to me to feel like they are a part of something bigger than themselves. So, you know, if, you know, my parents and my, my my grandparents, they are Prince Hall Masons. They are, you know, folks of their community. Like my my granddaddy was like, you know, shooting at KKK members down in Polk County, Florida back in, 19, you know, 1963. So if I wasn't, if I, if I didn't, I don't think if I, if I came from a different set of, you know, of a different lineage, then I don't think I might step up the way that I have, but I have to. If If people are asking me to make sure that little boys and little girls are safe from, you know, the idea of racism or, or the idea of, you know, you just can't, you can't get pulled over without the fear of getting killed by the police, then, you know, like that's the whole part of like trying to make sure that white folks don't initially have that fear of us, you know, because if you look at all of the, all of the studies where white people inherently are afraid of, of black folks because they, they they see us as older when you have like cases like Tamir Rice, you know, a 12-year-old boy to those police officers look like a 25-year-old man with a damn gun. But then yet it was a fucking open carrying state and they just decided to shoot him within three seconds. 
you know, uh, it could be all traced back to, what was it? Um, Birth of a Nation, that first movie that came out that, that was that was showed in the uh, in the White House, mm. you know, where it was depicting the KKK as, you know, heroes that were saving the white women from uh, them, from them, the Mandingo warriors, you know, and that laid the internal, you know, uh, psyche that we are the enemy to them. Yeah. You know, so. Like just like there was this, the case that just happened in what Louisiana that that is being brought back out that two years ago they you know state troopers you know hogtied and dragged a black man you know fifty feet or so you know like this is this is very much of a current thing so just to get back to, get back to your question I'm sorry I'm dragging but I'm I'm, I'm no no you're fine I I do want to say like it's it's interesting because uh it, it may seem like we were kind of um trying to pick at the whole race thing for a minute. Uh, but that's like what was we figured you were passionate about because you had mentioned it so much. But it seems like you were kind of pulled into this and you have almost this responsibility that you were not um, you're not super excited about, but kind of like took on as a responsibility almost. You'll like feel the need to fill in that role. Yeah. Well, because well, because or do you just feel like that is like your responsibility as a black person in cosplay it's it's my responsibility as a black man who's a father mm. a i like that you know um late uh no well this is about three weeks after george floyd was murdered um i am still in the middle of you know trying to get custody of my son because i you know he's two he's about to be two years old in a few months but uh his mother and i have never really got along and you know, like I said, we didn't know that she was pregnant until after we had already broken up. So that was, you can imagine the kind of shit this has been. And I spent close to $35,000 already on legal fees mm-hmm. to get him as far as to get shared custody because she wants sole right. custody. Are you allowed to say any of this, legal. by the way? Or Yeah, once it's settled, huh? you're allowed to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering was if you were allowed to say any of this, but. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Whatever. Once I it's settled, it's fine. You know, again. Another thirty-five k. I said, "There's nothing I'm going to say that you that's not verifiable, and you know, okay. I, don't, I don't. There's no gag order or anything like that. But the point I'm making is, three weeks after George Floyd was murdered, I was still trying to get on my son's birth certificate because I didn't mm. know that he was born for two days because she didn't tell me that she even went to labor or anything like that. Jeez. Wow. So, so that's yeah, like I'm a lot of birth. responsibility um, at once. Huh? I said that was like a lot of responsibility at once. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, 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 uh, my mission from my lawyer was to get the, um, affidavit of parentage from her and she decided she wasn't going to give it to me. And so I, you know, it's, it's the stupidest thing. So I, you know, I stuck my foot in the door while I was picking him up that Saturday morning. So I had him in my arms, you know, I had, I was, I was playing Sesame Street on my phone. So I was in the most non-threatening posture possible and so she called the cops. And so I had like that, I had that, that moment where I had to think, you know, do I leave? Because, you know, these cops could be coming in hot, mm-hmm. kill me and my son. Right. Or, I mean, and then at that time, you know, she could just make up whatever fucking story she wanted to, you know, say that I was as threatening as I could possibly be, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or do I stay, make my, make my case to the, to the police and pray to God that they are not you know, assholes. Right. So, you know, I figured I might as well stay. 
if something happens, then I'll deal with it there. But I can't, I can't run. I'm so not what happened? Power. So I stayed, and luckily enough, the the uh, the sheriff that showed up had actually been divorced a year prior, and he had to go through the same bullshit with his his ex wife for trying to get custody of his kids. So as soon came with as a certain level of empathy. Happened, he's like, go ahead and go home. You know, you know, take your boy, enjoy your weekend. Wow, wow, and, empathetic you know, just, police. Yeah, ain't that something? That right. you know, no, that's incredible. Right. Yeah, especially since I'm I'm a former Capitol Police officer. So what have you, you not go. been? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what have you not been? Sir? What are you? Yeah, what are you not doing? <laughs> What's your yeah. one interest that you don't have? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I can't talk about yet because uh, I'm still in the middle of that court situation where. I can't let her find out stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot to this story here that like we're now just unpacking. Um, but yeah, I mean, like then it feels right that okay, you're kind of falling into this responsibility, almost like a superhero, like yeah. someone who was like, oh, I thought this was all just fun and games, powers, cool. But now there's actually a sense of like responsibility, you know, responsibility, community. How are you outside of the cosplay community? when it comes to dealing Advocacy, with people on the everyday yeah. uh, everyday basis and just like other communities you might be a part of. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm rather consistent. I'm a I do not um I don't I don't interact with a whole lot of people personally anymore because I work for my parents. I'm an electrician and mm. my parents own a subcontracting firm. So, you know, they are the two people that I see, you know, and their dog Titus like they're like I said, they're the two people that I see Every single day, for five days a week, you know, and we don't really, unless we have like a contract job, I don't see anybody else. So as far as my interaction with people, it's usually through Facebook, Instagram, um, now TikTok. And I'm trying to, now I'm in a place where I'm able to put myself in a position to be noticed by folks on a higher echelon. Mm. Um, The men's health article uh, helped out a lot. Um, a TV producer reached out to me. Excuse me, we've been speaking for the last like two months now, month? No, the last several weeks, excuse me. Where, you know, they're trying to find some sort of angle for a non-scripted television show. And they're using, they're asking me for some consultation on that and, you know, some more, some little producer credit. I, That's I great. Right. That's awesome. But we'll see, you know, like this, it's like actually legit, like, you know, you, you, you hear, a whole bunch of like bullshit people blowing smoke up your ass, right? But no, <laughs> this guy like is an actual like TV producer, and I had to look him up through uh, LinkedIn just to make sure that he was legit, and he was. Yeah. Um, so on on that note, um, is that how you p- kind of pay for all your um, expenses for cosplay um, with the electrician do- job, or uh, are you also doing a like, YouTube channel, TikTok? Like, what? How do you pay for all oh, that? No, I I I have a straight up job nine or six to two and then whatever side jobs as an electrician i can pull those are good hours yes (laughs) except for you know i live i live an hour away from my parents so that means i get Mm -hmm. up at four o'clock every morning right 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 and then you know i spend the hour on the road to to get to them so yeah six to two isn't isn't bad at all um you know and like i I work essentially three jobs and the actually four jobs but like the cosplay is considered a job because there are some avenues of revenue uh like you know i used to sell stickers you know they, like these like well can you see these like merchandise yeah you see yeah. those stickers each you know prints stickers and such and such um you know i but i anytime i get paid 
I've only gotten paid like maybe twice for actual cosplay. What does that, what does that include? Like running a booth or like a contest or what? No, there was a, there's a video. There's a, a thing called a PlayStation Fiesta that, um, that was filmed, but was never put out because they didn't have enough money to do special effects. So it was basically me as Sub-Zero. This was back in 2017. Like this is how, how long ago it was and it's still not done. But you know, I got, I I think I got paid like a hundred dollars in order to be there on set, meet, you know, there was like this, there's this one person who was like a recording star or whatever from Canada. So she thought she was big shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you have friends? uh, (laughs) Demetrius, do you have friends? Do I have friends? Yes. Meaning like, have you like shit on everybody that's close to you? Because it's just- A lot of enemies, it seems like. Creation of enemies. enemies. I have a lot of enemies (laughs) because I make people uncomfortable because I'm comfortable with myself. Or you just be calling people, what was it? Straight up evil? Was that that the words? I mean, there are some really evil motherfuckers. I like that. I mean, because like there's, well, shit. I mean, we talked about everything else. I I got a revenge porn case. That oh, I, I had to fall against somebody. <laughs> what the? Damn. <laughs> God damn. Wait, you were you were in it, or you're, or you're, you're upset about to... it? <laughs> no, I mean, like I, I'm the plaintiff. Well, and actually, no, the state of Maryland is the plaintiff. Mm. Okay, you know, so what ha- what happened in that? Oh, case? somebody put out your stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. like what happened? Like why they do that? Because. I could, say, I, could, I, could sh- I could send you screenshots of what this motherfucker said. But I thought you were going to say, send you the video. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. I don't think like, that's that good. And also, is that going to further your case? Because then you're sending it out. He's like, it's good, right? No, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean that, this, that's all, well, the DA has all that stuff now. But, you know, I mean, he, this, this guy was able to find a photo of me and someone else and you know, that, that was, that was like a, a thumbnail from a deleted video. And so, you know, he decided he was going to send that around to every and any and everybody, including my ex-girlfriend. And this is the reason she's an ex. Um, oh. Because he felt like he was lied to when it came to who I was sleeping with. Why, did like, he, why was he so pressed? It was nothing because he wanted to sleep with her. Oh. Uh. So when he found out, I mean, even though it was like years ago when it happened, he, was he in a scorpion costume? Please tell me he was while you were in the Sub Zero. Yeah, was he a cosplayer? No, yes, he is. Oh, dang, y'all have the beef. Yeah. The drama. Yeah, and, the thing, and, and, this, and the reason why he did it is because he's five foot three, one hundred and thirty pounds. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> we respect short kings, okay? <laughs> no, 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 he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not when they do stuff like this, you know, and like it, it's it's. Well, now you stayed at his height and wait. Now you got to do the same because that's not right. I mean, well, I'm six two, two thirty. Okay, all right, you can talk <laughs> shit. Go ahead, <laughs> talk your shit. There's 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 photos of us because I thought we were friends. There's photos of us out there in cosplay. Like I'm Icon and he's little Superman. Little Superman. You could have just said Superman. <laughs> wait, so how is it revenge porn if it's a thumbnail of your own picture you put out there yourself? Because he ended up going into because I was talking to oh, wow. Demetrius, you were yeah. sending you were sending it around. Well, the thing is, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a part of this swing community. Okay, okay, oh. another hobby, another yeah. unlocked, another <laughs> hobby unlocked. So, 
Yeah, there's, there's layers, there's layers. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, so- Is that intertwined with the cosplay community? Yeah, is there like swing cosplayers? Yes, they are. Oh. That's role play. They, that's role playing, right? Got, is that's it? Fun. That's that's intense role playing. It could be, but then like they they got key parties too. So especially at, the conventions are, I stay away from the conventions because those folks are just wild. Um, <laughs> oh, the, oh, those folks. Oh, okay, those folks are wild. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I say wild, like they, okay, they 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 have like organized like like orgies and, and all kinds of shit, right? But <laughs> some of the people who are part of it, you just be like, you're not even attractive. So why would you? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Demetrius. Well, that's Yo, why they're in the I, organized I, orgies. I understand and, why you have enemies. I, I completely understand. <laughs> I just straight up. And I don't want I don't want to be your enemy. I yeah. hope we can be yeah. friends after The thing this. is, it's all, about, it's all about like common respect, right? Yeah. Because right? we live in a society. You know, you treat me the way that you want to be treated. And the that's, golden that's rule. something that, I'm sorry. The golden rule. Right. You know what I mean? That, and that's something that that and consequences are the, are things that there are a lot of people who do, who are not familiar with. You know, we like, they, they have, there's this bubble of people who believe that they should receive some sort of participation reward just because they're there as opposed to actually working hard on doing something or spending money to do something. You know, like, like I, I see it all the time. You know, folks, wondering how come they're not famous or how come they don't have more followers or they're, 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 they're chasing so much clout that they don't realize that they're not doing the good work that they need in order to get the clout that they want. You know, trying to throw people under the bus in order to make yourself look good or make yourself look like a hero or a shiro or whatever you want to call yourself. You know, you just look like you are a clout chasing, ridiculous, lying ass, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I feel like Demetrius uh, read a lot of those comic books that like, you know, uh, Syndrome from The Incredibles? Yeah. Who mm-hmm. is like, you know, he grow he he Watches. looks up to like, you know, the superheroes and then gets rejected all by him. Rejected. And then he's just like, oh, I'm going to be great. That's that's what we're w- witnessing right now. I'm not syndrome. They are syndrome. They are syndrome. Wait, because I'm because honestly, because for real, for real, like all of this internet stuff could go. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, how I love my son, how I take care of him, is the only thing that truly matters. Like, because this stuff is fleeting. You know, and Mm. and and it it'll be nice to do things like on a on like a you know bucket list type of thing, but. I can't be worried too much about all these people and how they react to me, how negative they do or whatever, when I have to make, you know, a paycheck in order to take care of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, that's, that's my true responsibility. That's really sweet. And and you always cover yourself by mentioning your son every time, every time I'm like, is Demetrius like cool? Is, is he is the he villain? Fine? Like, is, yeah, is, is he, he the villain? <laughs> then you're like, and then you bring out the, the son's and I'm like, oh, he's the hero. This is what a this father. is what those movies yeah. do, bro. Yeah. Okay. You you said that like um you know you work with your and you see your parents all the time. How is your relationship with your parents when it comes to like you know the field that you have chosen and the way that you depict yourself either online or just like with the cosplay thing? I know and that you said community. Um, no, I'm I, just kidding. Uh huh. <laughs> well, well, because I I heard that your dad found a swing set in your basement or something? What is and, that and it's, not, and it's not for your son, I heard. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why would, Wait you have a, why would you have a swing set if it's not for your son? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, anyways. So. <laughs> it's not a little tight. Wait, did that actually happen? So, so your dad, your dad saw 
Well, I mean, my dad's seen a lot of stuff when it came to me. You know, my dad had, my dad had to come to my school because I got caught getting hit in the bathroom. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like mid? Like while it's happening or <laughs> afterwards? Like, no, I mean, that whole situation was, was fun. Ask him for the I video. He probably has that too. <laughs> I mean, but see, the thing is, he, he's the dad that you call when you get in that kind of trouble. Mm. Because, mm. you know, because you know, then he'd be like, well, what? You did what? <laughs> All right, well, if they didn't, he, I guess I had to get All right, finish up, come on. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I'll be outside. Like, like, my dad was like, he asked the principal, like, so what's the punishment for this? And they're like, well, we got to suspend it for a day. He's like, all right, let's go to Philadelphia and get some cheesesteaks. Damn. Like, hey, I mean, like, he's, my dad is the is is a very supportive, like, he was born in 51. So he's of that, like, old generation type deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he sees that what I do because I mean, well, he's a master electrician, so he actually taught me everything that I know as far as, you know, electrical work. So I work with him every day. So, you know, but he sees what I do and how I really do, like, inspire or affect people. And he helps me out in ways that I wouldn't think he would. You know, mm. um, for one, he paid for the spawn suit that was $4,000. Wow. You know, he, and like, that's cool. But yet he's got my stickers on his truck's dashboard. Oh, that's you know, so like, sweet. And the thing is, like, he's he's he, he's the kind of guy that collects cars, but you know, so you, you don't want to like ding the car. You don't want to have any kind of you know scratches or paint or you know nothing chipped. And he keeps everything pretty much immaculate. But then for him to put stickers on his dashboard, like that's that's a that's yeah that's something that's yeah. so sweet, especially for really a dad cool. to do towards like the son. Yeah, and that really shows like your relationship, how that carried on to your son. Do you think that that had like a huge impact on that? Uh, I speak about this every week with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Therapy session. This, this felt like you were you were venting to us for a bit yeah. too. But but it's I mean, cool. I love it. Yeah. I see this thing. Whenever it comes to, when people ask me about the cosplay community, I try my best to have the the best type of answer possible because, you know, I want folks to come in and, and enjoy themselves and be free to do what they feel as like they need to do in order to express themselves. But, you know, when you start running into um, opposition because you are not aware of, you know, all of the different things that you need to be aware of when it comes to people's traumas or how you affect people when, you know, they're insecure about themselves. Like, I had to grow a lot. You know, I, I came in as, I'll say I came in hot, but as I got canceled several times or got, you know, people like decided that they couldn't fuck with me because, you know, what other people were saying about me, I had to learn why, you know, mm. I was affecting people the way that I am. So, I mean, that's where also where like the, the therapy started earlier this year um, came into place because, you know, I'm an ESTJ A, you know, I'm. It's a personality you know, very, type. I'm sorry. It's a personality type. Is that what he's saying? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Like the ENFJ and all that. Right. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm a very assertive person that, you know, like I'm, I'm basically the project manager type deal. Um, you want control. I'm not, I don't want control, but when I have it, I'm, I have to get the shit done. <laughs> Nothing can stop. <laughs> What's the Thanos thing he says? <laughs> I am inevitable. I'm inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know, like you have, you have people out there who are, who play different roles, you know, and there's been so many people who are, who are all in the same level and the same mentality that when someone new comes in the way that I did, you know, I, I ruffled a lot of feathers because one, I didn't know, excuse me, that, that their insecurities would be such a big thing for me to, to trigger, 
you know? So I be like I, mindful of. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I know that there are people out there who cannot handle personality like me, even though when you're like chilling with me, I'm a, I'm at a four when I might say something online that may come off to be like an 11, you know? And I'm not, I'm just, I, and the only reason that comes off that way is just because I am definitive in what I say. Mm. I don't, I don't hem and haul. I don't go back and forth. You're a strong personality. No, Black and white. Right. There's, there's no, there's no riding the fence with me. It's, mm-hmm. it's either left or right. Maybe some, maybe some ambiguity, excuse me, or, you know, like there, there's room for sliding that on that scale, but I don't speak in those um, weak terms. Well, <laughs> weak um, terms. I, <laughs> I want to um, go back to your kid really quickly. Uh, do you, mm-hmm. you know, introduce like comics to him and have him get dressed up? Like, how do you have him involved in all that? Or is he not involved in that hobby of yours? Uh, he is every bit involved in it. I mean, oh. hell, one of these stickers is him as, uh-huh. as Orko. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've got artwork. I've got him in photos with me. Like, his, when he was four months old, um, I had him in the icon costume. And I swear it's in his blood because he could... He put his little arm out and went and made the fist as if he was flying when I was holding him at four months old. You know, like mm-hmm. there's no way, at least in my mind, it's it's transferred through genetics. But no, <laughs> I mean, Kawhi is every bit of a part of this as, as I am, because at this point, you know, um, it really is who I am. And I want him to know that, you know, I came from a time that everything that I'm doing now is considered weird. Mm-hmm. You know, it's considered something to get beat up over, you know, and now people are able to express themselves in a way that, you know, they haven't been able to before, you know, like, for instance, I've got a Red Ranger helmet sitting right there. That was like, in, like that was of the lightning edition. Yet at the same time, back in 1993, my mom tried to help me build or make a Red Ranger helmet out of paper mache that was like four times size in my head, you know, because we didn't know how to do this. But I really wanted to be a Power Ranger that year for Halloween. You know, Aww. so, you know, we, 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 we've come so far when it comes to technology and, and, and being able to build the cosplays that, that we want to build the characters that we want to build that I want my son to be able to look back and see, you know, he was able to be something that he didn't know he was going to be, but he had the capability of doing it. And, that you know, if he ends up being in the arts or, you know, a musician or, you know, a mathematician or whatever, you know, I just want to know he's got nothing holding him back. You know, so that's you know, incredible. Trying to just, just trying to push him to do whatever he wants to do and be free and do that. I got to say, know? by the way, on the on the note of like, you know, um, everything you said was really great. Um, and, and I love that you have this sort of story that you're still kind of like you're figuring out your journey on. Um, you said that like you didn't know that there was going to be this whole community and and, you know, trying to work your personality into it, along with the sort of physical traits that you don't get to control. Um, for us, you know, like we do a lot of. Um, work and in entertainment and stuff like that, where we, we make cultural content, but at times there's a Pakistani community, a South Asian community, a Muslim community who feel like, oh, they don't speak for us, or we feel like we don't need to speak for them, but the responsibility is there regardless. And what we've kind of like figured out along the way is that like, we are telling our story our experiences, we just happen to be brown folks. And or we happen to be Muslim. Happen happen to be Muslim. These things. But it definitely yeah. becomes easier when we think of it that way. And I know that we have each other along the way. And I'm sure it's very difficult, you know, that you might feel like you're alone in it. But Navigating I don't know if that it. 
helps at all. But like, definitely, I feel like your initial intent going in towards it mm-hmm. was perfectly fine as is. Um, if the responsibility carries on, like, you know, uh, it's, it's cool for you to champion, but I feel like there's a lot of people that feel like they have to. Yeah. yeah. Or and, have to be what their identity is, but instead of and just, just that. Right? Yeah. Instead of just being who they are and that being their identity. Yeah. You know, what was that quote um, from what was it in game? You know, everyone fails at who they're supposed to be as opposed to just who they are. Mm. You know, like I, huh. I've always been outspoken. I've always been the type to stand up for what I believe in, you know, um, hell, like I said, the Homelander cosplay was a, was a protest against Trump, you know, like that me burning his, 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 uh, his signs and effigy or whatever you want to call it, you know, like there's, there's photos of me doing that. So I have no problem with putting who I am into my cosplay because in my mind, my cosplay is me. Um, you know, I don't do characters that I really don't identify with, you know, on some level, whether like it, I, I did Homelander initially because of the, the the political statement, but then also, you know, like he sparked my interest in season two when, you know, he became a dad, mm. you know, and he was oh. trying his damnness to figure out how to be a good dad to this 11 year old boy who had never seen him before. Oh, he's, you know, had never known that it was, it was his father or whatever. So I identify with trying to figure the shit out. Yeah. You know, I, I have this, I have this 25 year old, no, this 25 pound, you know, almost 21 month old child, you know, in my care when I have him. And the only thing I can think of, I just need to make sure that he, this boy stays breathing and that he knows that I love him. And um, like that that part, and then you know, I know you you watched uh, Invincible. Like Omni Man was a little bit like that too. You know what I mean? Like so, I I I identify with the dads now that I'm. That's what it's all about. I think yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. finding yourself in these stories that that are being told. Um, yeah. I, we we didn't really get to uh, talk about your um liking for different sort of characters and cartoons. So I want to I want to do this thing uh, right at the end here where um, you tell us your top three for three different categories. So okay. I want to know, and just off the top of your head, top three video games. God of War. God of War 3. <laughs> God of War 2. <laughs> o- Ocarina of Time. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Uh, top three American cartoons. <clears throat> um. I hate that you said American. Uh, <laughs> well, because because I don't want to get into the whole. Next, all, right, yeah. all, right, all right, all right, all right. Gargoyles. Oh, that's an old um, one. Which one? Which one's that again? Like a really old one. That sounds so familiar. Gar- yeah, gargoyles. Yeah, damn, you say really old it makes me feel really old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I said really familiar because no, I know the name. said really old. I'm yeah. trying to remember what it looks like. Oh yeah, gargoyles. Oh yeah, we used to watch this one. Yeah, now you got one. me thinking all of Disney because now I think about well, Dark there's Cartoon Duck. Network, Nickelodeon, like all those, right? But you know, it, it's been hard to like really focus on anything American lately. Okay, the last one I was going to ask you was about anime, so that if, if you if you don't even like American that much, that I mean, I I can't even say GI Joe because GI Joe is not American either. Um, what is it? GI Joe sounds. Well, you don't super like American. have like just like <laughs> cartoons that like you like. That are American. I mean, that's the, let me. That's I, I'm trying to narrow it down to things that. I mean, I could also say King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, but yeah. that's 
super old school. I just started like, writing that. Well, see, I just want to say. That's fine, yeah. Give, okay, give us the give us the top three animes now. Yeah, yeah there the we top go. Top three animes. Uh, um. <laughs> 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 a little shake. That, that's a tough question. He's going to take it years is. to think about that one. Because like, because because I we just finished. Hear it. Uh, well, not too long ago. Well, your I, favorite, I, like, yeah. What's your favorite? My favorite. Well, do you want to say like your, all your time or current? Like, well, yeah. at, at this present time, my favorite anime is My Hero Academia. But I have. I've joined the core of the One Piece, you know, people who have who've watched it. Like it took me eight months to watch all, all the Was that a thousand episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousand I, I think it's close to that. So like, it's like nine fifty or something like that. Yeah. What I've watched heck? I watched all of them. That's like Grey's Anatomy. Over eight months <laughs> since last year. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm I, I am also partial to uh Flame of Rekka and Maycross. <sighs> I'm sorry, Ro- Robotech. Um it, this was actually more of a question for me. I wanted to see if like I knew any how of many them. of them I would know. Gargoyles was the only one. Okay, yeah, I was gonna I, say. No. I watched. I, I, I watched a little demon. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is awesome. I'm on that Demon yeah. Slayer. Okay, okay, I got approval. Go. Okay, at least you understand something. This entire podcast, I haven't understood a single Amber, reference. Ever. We talked about a million other things besides. Yeah, we also talked about the gym. Like the no, first no, 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 no. I know. I'm saying that when it came to like any Marvel or oh, yeah. anime reference or whatever, I was like, when when we we're saying the American cartoons, I was like, yes, I'm yeah, gonna but know the one context of these. was amazing. Like we like the story and all of that. No, I know, but you guys are like saying like really nice quotes out of oh. like these things, and I'm like, yeah. and then you name it out of a like a show I've never even heard of, and then you guys all three know about them. Okay, last one, last one. Yeah, top three superheroes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably got to be hard, right? Yeah, that's well. Okay, so Spawn is one. There you um, go. The MCU made me fall in love with Captain America. I can't help that shit. I know Captain that one. America. My nephew loves yeah. that one. I know that one. He got a shield yeah. with a star. Oh, you, understood that, you understood that reference? Yeah. <laughs> so, so did he. <laughs> so did who? Um, His son. Uh. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Um, damn. Wolverine. No, can't. 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 Why? Because it's not his. <laughs> no, because I mean, no, because well, Wolverine is just. That's you. He's like super raging and like all it's all on me and he's big personality well what did vision say in civil war our very strength invites challenge okay mm-hmm. well you know <laughs> great well thank you vision <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an evil laugh right there but as far as like the my third favorite superhero i really i got it i, I kind of have to give it to superman Nice. Either super, either hey, so I two out of three. Well, well, because thing is, like, you can you can go back and look at, you know, certain characters like, uh, you know, like, okay, well, yeah, I do because like I like Superman because he has to have a level of control, you know, like there was again, here's a quote from what Justice League Unlimited when he was fighting yeah, Darkseid. Um, he was like, yep. he was like, he was like, <laughs> you know, I, I ever since I've been here, I've lived. I feel, I feel like I've lived in a, in a world made of cardboard, you know, because he has to have every bit of control in order to just be here. Oh, like you know? he has yeah. to be like careful strong. Yeah. In, a, right. in a politically correct world. <laughs> no, no, Symbolism. <laughs> Symbolism. <laughs> there you, you go. There you go. You got it. Okay. Yeah, you know what you're just, talking about. Yeah. That yeah. was good. Okay. I just look at I just look at the character and I'm just like, he looks cool. Another category. Right. This is, uh, what's the best villain you would say? 
Ooh. Syndrome. Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine. <laughs> Syndrome. I gotta go with I gotta go with Magneto. Uh then Doctor Doom. Okay. Magneto's a good one, actually. Yeah. He is um, a very reasonable villain. Yeah. Yeah, because you can un- any they say that the best villains are the ones that make a reasonable argument to make you think, is yeah. he really a villain? Right. That's what we thought of you this you know, whole podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. You know, like it's it's really difficult to I know. I I know I am a very hard pill to swallow. No, I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. know, be, <laughs> No, I like you. Yeah, yeah, we come with a lot of jokes, but we yeah. like you. Okay. Well, I mean, great. I mean, but I just I know people are going to listen to this and be like, "Man, this dude is an ass." But <laughs> But you yeah, don't care about what they have to say. No, but there's story I mean, behind everything. There's context. Yeah. There's a reason. Just like just like Magneto, you know, once you hear the story, then you're like, you know what? Though it I makes it. sense why he's that way. Yeah. yeah. Like I get it. Like I yeah. don't fully agree, maybe. But you like, can respect. I yeah. And on a podcast the, where you're giving all of the context possible, they can't look at you as that. Your guy. ex may not like you, but you know, yeah. and, and your friend but, uh, who dressed up and <laughs> the revenge porn <laughs> one. Revenge porn. Yeah. I will say that you Little may be Superman. able to understand a villain, but you you don't have to agree with their methods and how they do things. You know, like there's just like I mean, it was just portrayed in in Falcon and the Captain Falcon and or Captain America and Winter Soldier um, that you know they agreed with what Carly was doing as far as like her 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 reasoning, but as far as killing people, as far as you know taking people hostage, like all oh, that's just not the way to send the right message. Oh, like Joker too. Joker is one of those villains that you're like, damn, kind of snapped a little bit. I mean, what? I mean, he's nothing but chaos though. No, but like uh, when he's hanging off the freaking thing, I'm talking about the Dark Knight. Also, my references are bad, but um, he was (laughs) explaining how like they need each other because like the whole, am I wrong about this? Wasn't he he You're basically saying like what he's saying, like that's not the way to go about it. Like you understand what they're- I guess trying to go for, but the way he's going. Yeah, for like there's all the corruption in Gotham. Yeah, and Batman's like he's exploiting it. Who is Joker? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But it's not. That's like you shouldn't kill people and do all that. Yeah. about it. That's like Joker. That's what I was thinking. Huh? You just there's if you want to get something across to folks, there are different ways to do it without either a hurting someone, b making yourself look like a you know a wuss. You know what I mean? And and c you know doing it without putting someone else in a plate in a position that is just shitty. You know, all of what I described is very much of a toxic person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to admit that they are toxic because they don't see the shit that they do is wrong. You know, and that's a, that's what we also call as accountability, you know, and people don't do that anymore. There are so many lessons in this podcast. Yeah. Like, this is incredible out of a cosplay sort of themed guest, but like this one's so deep. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for that, Demetrius. Thank you. Wait, last thing uh, before we get to the final question. Um, Mulan staring at your abs. The actress that played Mulan was oh. staring at your abs. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was that about? And why was she Ming-Na, doing that? Ming-Na Wen. Okay, that's the uh, actress that played? Yep. Yeah. Mulan. So I was at San Diego Comic-Con in, uh, in 2019. And I she was, uh, she's also... Uh, uh, Agent May on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so I was basically interviewing her and the rest of the cast, you know, ahead of their final season that debuted in 2020. And um, 
when she sat down, like I was in character, I was, I was, I was He-Man and she gave me, you know, that, that smile that made her think, you know, that made me think like, oh, she might, might be with She's it. trying to hit. She's trying to hit. <laughs> Mulan trying to hit. Mulan trying to hit. I'm just glad that that got caught on camera because no. Oh, I there's a video of it. Yes, there's video of it. Um, I, I need to check that hey, video. Hey, don't release it. I need to check that video. Not, Mul- you, you know, revenge. just so I could see her looking at it. Not for any other Revenge video. glare on Mulan. <laughs> revenge glare on Mulan. <laughs> so, so many things happened that I would not be able to prove unless I had evidence that it happened. Right. Yeah. right. And that's, I mean, that's both damning and, and Yeah, awesome your friend would say the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ex-friend. Ex-friend. That's cool, man. Oh, Good for you. So, I wish I had Mulan staring at my abs. I, mean, I wanted to. We, I was. I wanted like to basically get out there. That um. On, are you all familiar with Juneteenth? Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. So on Juneteenth of this year, I have a African diaspora deity cosplay shoot scheduled in Bowie, Maryland. Um, I've recruit. I recruited uh, a good number of people who have either a never cosplayed before, b cosplay very rarely, or c are veterans in it. And I asked them to uh, cosplay as deities of their own culture, whether it be from, you know, whether it's African, whether it's Jamaican, whether, you know, Caribbean, whatever, you know, whether it be like Egyptian, you know, whatever they actually came from, you know, to let's let's bring something out that people never really got a chance to explore. Uh, The reason why American Gods was such a big thing for the Black communities because Orlando Jones was... You know, Mr. Nancy or, you know, Anansi, which is an African spider uh, trickster god. And people don't even know that much about their own heritage. So I've got five or six photographers and one videographer um, that's going to be going there and taking pictures of all these people just to make them as look as beautiful as they want to be. And I'm doing this for them because, you know, you have a lot of people who see what I do and they are, they are very like, they're shy about wanting to do it, but they want to do it. So this is like you know, a gift they, you're giving to the com- the community or like people that want to. It's my way of probably injecting new blood into the community. Oh, okay. You know, cause, cause there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of people, I'll be completely honest. There's a lot of people in the community now that I don't like. So let me just bring in some new folks. <laughs> True. <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to manipulate you know? the community to be of his okay. liking. But see that, that's, that was creating his own community. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I'm villain as shit, you know. bro. Right. <laughs> That's what, what one fall. It's cool. It's it's really cool though, like that you're that yeah. you're trying to make an effort to, you know, bring new people in. Yeah, I mean, and it it'll it'll be something that they'll be able to be proud of because they're building their cosplays. You know, they're they're. Yeah. I see people putting together like crowns of um, peacock, you know, feathers. You know, what I mean, like it's it's going to be beautiful. So that's when that sounds really cool. Um. I am also a part of the Mortal Kombat Power Rangers, the MK Rangers. Um, I am Sub-Zero. They happen to be a Power Ranger. And that, that, that video of me morphing for TikTok went wide last weekend. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw it. That was um, really yeah. cool. You morphed Sub-Zero and a Power Ranger together. Yes. Really cool. And like, there's, we got a whole team with, let's see, Scorpion, Reptile, Noob Saibot, uh, Rain, and Ermac. Nice. So. There's like a whole big story there. Listen, if you're ever uh, doing like an Avatar The Last Airbender um, cosplay thing, let me know if you need like a Prince Zuko, like your boys here. I see. So, <laughs> so you would be, you'd be a firebender? Yeah. Firebenders are, why? What's, what's the problem with firebenders? 
I don't know. You tell me it was a problem with firebenders. No, no. Zuko, <laughs> Zuko came around. <laughs> okay. Why are you hating? What are you bending? What are you bending? Oh, Earth, baby. Earth? Why? Because, because okay. Well, actually, oh, my first, my go-to, my go-to for real, for real is air bending. I just don't want to be a monk. Look, I got the, know? I got the Air Nomad socks on. I see you. I see you. <laughs> see? But I'm just saying, but because think about it, with airbenders, you have to imagine they, they had to animate him pushing that air through the through through the air so that we can see it. But in real life, you wouldn't see that shit coming. Mm, that's a good point. You know point. what I mean? Think about that. I mean, yeah. but then earth bending is, is kind of dope too because when you get to that steel bending, that metal bending shit, like, yeah, man, you can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I would, like, I, I <laughs> wish we could go on <laughs> all day with this, but... um. Where can people find you, Demetrius, if they want to look you up online or like anything that you have coming up? Um, okay, well, uh, my main my main platform is Instagram. Um, I try to I, I post there almost every day because uh, I just have content to post. Hellspawn cosplay. Yeah, Hellspawn underscore cosplay. Uh, Facebook is the same thing, but you know whatever I put on Instagram goes to the Facebook thing as well. We'll put it in the in the bio, so you'll in in the description, so people can Great. follow you there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm doing this at this point now. Oh, and TikTok, got to promote your TikTok too. Uh, well, TikTok is, I don't know, my TikTok can be a little bit ratchet. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and maybe a link to the swing community. Yeah, yeah. just for those the in swing link, and an Amazon swing link to the swing that you had in the basement. The OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. you got an OnlyFans? I don't have an OnlyFans. No. Oh, okay. I feel I like you I, could. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I'm oh, sorry. I feel like you could. I don't know. There, there's, there's cosplay only cosplay fans. Only fans? Yo, that, that, that would be, there, yeah, that would be like top one percent of creators. Yeah, there are no. There are people who do it. Yet, I, I have this thing about me, babies, because of the way that I was raised. But if mm. I'm going to earn money, it's going to be you know in a way that I can, I can be proud of, and that my son and you know my kids can be proud of. And mm. I'm not saying anything wrong against like sex workers or anything like that. It's just that's not me. That's yeah. Yeah. that's their thing. Cool. But me, I would I would rather work my six to two, work other jobs, you know, do what I need to do, you know, and and I mean that's just me. So you could have a non-sexual it. OnlyFans, but just like your cosplay stuff. I mean, I think people yeah. want to see the Schlong of War. <laughs> Schlong of War. <laughs> <laughs> Schlong drum. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just. I mean, I don't know. Like the the. For some reason, I think the OnlyFans bubble is going to burst soon, and and, yeah. and and then only and honestly, it goes right back to what you what you asked me about before, as far as like the conventionally attractive people, you know, being uh, able to get more opportunities, you know, within either cosplay or whatever. That's the same thing with with OnlyFans. You have to have a certain look in order for people to want to pay to see you naked. You know, people pay for a lot of really crazy things, bro. That's that's true. Yeah, this is true. But you know, those those people who are like saying, "Oh, I'm gonna make me two million dollars within a weekend." Yeah, oh, bro, you, you. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's it's respectable what you do and the and the reasons you do it for. Um, Demetrius, you are on Strange Flavors. We have one last question before we let you go. Amber, you want to take that away? Yeah, if you could describe yourself as any flavor, what would it be and why? Hmm. 
That was a good um, laugh. I would go with uh, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. And why? Okay, because with chocolate chip cookie cookie dough, the idea of it sounds fun. As soon as you start eating it, it's fun. <laughs> and, then later. Like, hmm. and then you finish it and you're like, maybe I want some more. But then, you know what? That was a hell of a, a thing to do to, go, to get it in the first place. So I'm good. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. this is, was that positive? It sounded positive, but it and sounded turned negative. At the, no, at the same time. It's very like- honest. It's very honest. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, you mm-hmm. know, in order to, to get through to me or whatever. It's going to take a lot. But once you're there, you know, you're going to have a good time. But then you, do you want to go back through that bullshit? Oh, damn. You know? damn. And you're raw. Whoa. Yeah. Raw <laughs> what cookie is going? dough. Cookie dough is raw, right? Yeah. 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 Not, you know, the, not the There's a risk saw, with eating like. cookie dough. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not not if it's made correctly. No, like nobody, co- traditional no, cookie dough, like eating yeah, raw cookie dough. Yeah, nobody eats that though. No, a lot of people, yeah, like I lot. eat it. What are you talking about? That You should stop. Yeah, that's, that's what she's that's saying. That's the whole yeah. thing. That's the whole point. Eat cookie dough that's meant for being eaten like No, that's dough. a new thing though. Like people who eat yeah. cookie dough, that's the whole risk is salmonella. Well, great, great answer. Great answer. No, Demetrius, um, thank you again for being here. You have an incredible story. We're really thankful. We had a lot of fun. Hope you did too. And we wish you you the best, all the success going forward. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate that. Thank you. And for Um, everybody listening, oh, you want to say one last thing? Go ahead. No, I said, y'all are, y'all, are, y'all are a good time. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Don't go tell your friends like, yo, I was on this podcast, man. I got three more interviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already been asked already by another um, uh, radio show host out of out of uh, Philadelphia for the link for this video. Oh, oh, he's trying to he's trying to make enemies with us. Oh, oh no. You're going to you're going to create enemies for us. I like <laughs> no, it. See, I was just recently a part of a, a I want to say a potential conglomerate where they're trying to merge a whole lot of different um, entities into one thing so that we can basically take on Time Warner, take on like, you know, Warner oh. Brothers and stuff as as a POC centric um, uh, uh, media outlet for everything. And the idea is still there. It's just there is, you know, funding issues. So, I mean, if I was to introduce you to the person, if I was to say, hey, yeah, you know, take, you know, take a look at this podcast and see what you think of them. You know, I mean. There's there is that mindset of bringing everyone onto one large mm. umbrella, you know, some tool all or one from Transformers type shit. I mean, as long know? as it's friendly, it sounds very Thanos like when you first started describing yeah. it. We're trying to take on time, Warner. <laughs> no. I thought I was just gonna he's gonna stop at time. Yeah. <laughs> no. But that's well, cool. The thing is, you have I have a I have a competition mentality when it comes to a lot of different things, simply because there are winners, there are losers, and I would prefer to be the former. Thank you, Demetrius. We appreciate you. For everybody listening, it's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time.